This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, McCarty to Grey Goose, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. People won't believe this is the third time we're trying this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I, I think the uh, technical difficulties has uh, really brought season five to a screeching halt. True or false, last time I messed up this much, I was throwing rocks at Jesus. I was just having that conversation with my girlfriend about uh, one of the reasons that I have such a good time doing this podcast is because I get stories like you throwing rocks at Jesus. But in the long run, you kind you kind of got my point. I think at the end you won. I mean, I think we both agreed that you throwing rocks at Jesus with your effort was story worthy. I'm just saying you get one shot and if everybody else is throwing rocks while he's going through the middle of the city, like I'm obsessed. I did it today. I took a bald piece of paper and tried to make it into a basket that was like 40 feet away. Like that's something I do. Yeah, I don't know. The whole Lord and Savior thing kind of throws me off. Hey, man. That's, that's but you didn't know at that time. Yeah, you. that's what I'm saying. You would have no clue. You'd just be like, there's a guy going down the middle of the city. I got a rock. Like, and especially if you have a good rock. Like, I'm not going to, if I see a good rock, I'm not going to waste a good rock. No. So there's a it's quality like of rock scale for what you could throw at Jesus. Well, I, it'd be like a potato. Like holding a potato in your hand, I think is easier to throw than a baseball. Huh. Potato in your hand is. Because you think throwing a potato is easier than throwing a baseball? I do. I hundred percent do. No. Yeah, because it's like you don't. I, yeah, when you let go of it, it's gonna go wobbly and all that. A ball. I did. Who cares where it goes? You said is it easier to throw? This thing broke again. It stopped again. Now it's changed. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it, Jason, both times. I think it stopped exactly. There, at there, it's going again. It's fine now. So we'll just edit this out. Just keep going. All right. Well, I'm know. just saying when I'm throwing a potato, I don't think I'm aiming the potato. I'm just throwing it. A baseball, I feel like I would be like aiming to throw it. I, that's why I think it's just easier just to, to throw something. All right. Here's, a, here's the real test. You're just saying ease of use. Like you zero care on the outcome of where the potato slash baseball lands it's easier yeah. to throw a potato yeah. but and a chance you have to throw something 20 feet and you got to hit something that's i don't know five feet wide from 20 feet away why don't you just say five foot tall and about a buck 25 if i see jesus going down the middle <laughs> of the street and i have a potato or a rock i'm throwing the rock or a baseball i'm throwing the baseball because i want to make sure i'm like hitting it Right. But if I'm just throwing something, I just think a potato is easier to throw. And I'm not, they didn't even have to be baked. Do you think if Shaq that? had a potato shaped basketball, his free throw percentage rate would have been higher? I think he should have been allowed to shoot a larger basketball on a bigger and a bigger hoop. Because I think it's just not fair that his hands were just too big for the ball. Nope. I think that's the price of being able to shoot 93% from the field is that you have problems shooting free throws. The thing I don't think people know about Shaq is that he just didn't give a shit. No, that's like not if, true. I did you see that special on uh, what is it HBO or one of those like twelve episodes? Yeah, as soon as I find out who's making it, and they're like from Shaquille O'Neal himself, the Shaquille O'Neal story. Check me out, dude. I watched the first episode, and I'm like, all right, like, don't get me wrong. Young Shaq worked his ass off, but I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, Shaq in L.A. was taking some. He was taking the summer off, and then taking I mean, if time you, off. If you watch it later, he actually talks about how like. Uh, he was purposely like doing some of these things. He's very upfront about it. I've, I found it pretty good, actually. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't expect to, but I enjoyed it. I didn't realize he directed it or he wrote it or whatever. But I don't even know if that's true. I'm just talking out of my oh, ass. Oh, of course. See, now here we go. We have this it's, huge group no of followers. It, just, it felt like it because there was nothing like negative about Shaq at all. Like, I'm like, come on. Like in the very beginning, it was just like all positives. And it's like only his family. I'm like, let's see some haters. It's like, I tried to watch the Derek Jeter thing and I was like, I'm out. 
like this is terrible it's like once the jordan documentary came out everybody's gotta have a documentary and they're just equally as terrible it's like i need documentaries that are not produced by the person but the person's on there like uh oh my god what what did i see oh my god there's a documentary right i couldn't believe the guy was on the documentary Oh, the FIFA, the FIFA documentary, the two highest ranking people from FIFA are on there. Yeah. It's like they live in a whole different galaxy. Like, that's not true. That's not, no, that didn't happen. That's not true at all. And it's like, we have wiretaps of them doing it. And they're like, no, doesn't sound like me. (laughs) That's the kind, that's what I want. I think I I did see that. Yeah. I can't believe that guy would go on there. That was the bid out one. Like when they were trying to figure out where they were bidding for the next place. Oh yeah. Yeah. When Qatar got it. Yeah, man, that was unbelievable. What did, I mean, would this one guy make like $5 million just as like, like yeah. as the main a, guy they still can't get. He's yeah. just, he's like ungettable somehow. Yeah. I watched and like the, the new guy is stealing just as much money. Like it's, he was like, I'm going to clean this shit up. And, I, and he meant like, I'm going to clean up this bank That's and right. put it into my bank account. Yeah. He didn't say what he was cleaning up. He had, uh, you know, a mansion and, Venice that needed to be uh, flood proofed. I respect it, man. If you can find a way to like game a, a game like soccer and make like your like millions off of it, fuck it. I'm fine with that. that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, no, I agree. It's nowadays. I don't like, I guess I don't care because I don't like soccer. <laughs> Wait, you didn't watch the World Cup though? I did a little, but not all of it. Like I watched, uh, I tried to be patriotic. I watched the Americans battle to no scores. Uh, and then I realized I still hate soccer. The England though, it's, it's entertaining. Cause like, it's cool to see us in a sport where we're not going to win. it. So it's like, how far can the team go? Which by the way, it's here in four years. I think, Oh, I think we're going to see an outstanding run from American soccer next time because, and not only that, I think that, and then I think the Lionel Messi winning the cup was meant more for America than Argentina. How about that spicy take? Wow, that's impressive. Why is that? Because I think so many kids saw it and the way like sports are going that I think we're going to get a flood of kids that want to be Lionel Messi and not like LeBron James and all that. Like they saw that Argentina pretty much just shut down for five days and they just got hammered drunk and just celebrated. Like I think people are looking at that like if I'm the one who brought the World Cup home to America, dude, could you imagine? Like you would be... You're in the Pantheon. You ought, if you're the leader of that team and we win a world cup, you vault to like Tom Brady level. Yeah, I would agree with that. But where is it? It'll, so it's in Canada, America, and uh, well, Canada is America, United States, Canada, and Mexico. And then there's like five sites here, three sites in Canada and four sites in Mexico. Oh, wow. Did they done yeah, it that so way it's before? Be badass. What's that? They've done it that way before. Is this the first time they were in multiple countries? Multiple countries, first time that I, I, I that I know of. Huh. So it's like a super big deal. And then I I think I think England has it like after that. Maybe I can't remember. But in that documentary, when you find out how these people get these bids, I mean, it's these people are just cutthroat, dude. Cutthroat. Yep i uh, I saw another documentary. It was a sports documentary, uh, and I can't remember what it was, but I really enjoyed it. It was. Uh, Oh, it was that freaking, uh, the, what's his name? The runner without any legs, uh, blade runner, uh, Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. Oscar Pistorius and his murder trial. And like, you enjoyed it. It's the murder, saddest story of all time. Dude, losing legs, murdering people. You're like, yeah, but but at the end you you find out it really, like we only got part of the story, like in the U S I mean, I, I, I believe that he didn't kill her. Like, (laughs) I mean, have you watched the documentary? I don't have to. What? You yeah. don't think he did it? No, you know he did it, but I don't think it was with intent. <laughs> well, if he did it, he did it. Yeah, well, it's different. I mean, he wasn't like, uh, he, I think he honestly believed she was an intruder. The way it laid out, you know mm-hmm. that they don't talk about when they show the court case, like there was a break in mm-hmm. in the unit next to him or in the building next to him. They'd had some other issues. They showed where he, she where she went and hid because he told her to hide or he couldn't No, He told her basically long story. She ends up in the bathroom behind the door. Cause she thinks there's an intruder. He thinks the intruder escaped into the bathroom. He didn't see that she wasn't in bed because it was still dark. 
And then he hears some movements and he's trying to demand that they come out. Hey, you can watch it. I think it's actually a reasonably good. Well, I don't have to watch anymore. You're spoiled. That's true. I'm good at you that. Don't, I don't watch previews. No, I know. That's why I just try to enjoy our time together and ruin movies for you. <laughs> I legit had to leap out of the room the other day because the Ant-Man preview came on. I was like, oh shit, can't have it. I, I'm just tired of all of those, to be honest with you. There's no, I, I thought, I thought Black Panther was good. I mean, it was enjoyable, but Ant-Man is where everything's going to start again, because there's a character who we're going to run back into from Loki. And this is where everything will kind of start. All right, we're going back on a path because there's a group that are going to, I don't want to give anything away, but if you read the comics, this is where we're, I'm the most anti MCU person in the world right now. Like I think it's trash. But they're getting, they're like, they're building a bunch of bridges to get somewhere. So I don't know what that sound effect was. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> it was nothing good. That's all I know. <laughs> all well, right. Wait, hold on. We're jumping away from that. Okay. I don't want to, because we're going to shit on MCU and then we're going to come back and be pissed that we No, I'm not. I'm not at all. Did you watch Loki? Nope. So you, you I don't watch talk. any of this stuff anymore. Watch, Lo wait, did you watch fucking Andor? No. Oh my god, dude! I you do love the Waffle Andor. House shirt. I just realized that's a Waffle House shirt. I'm sorry, yeah. my eyes are slow. I was trying to get all this other crap working. It. I, I like yeah. that. That's a really nice. Oh, it's the best, dude. Waffle House makes the best clothes. Waffle House and Whataburger. Whataburger's clothes, unbelievable selection of clothes. You could literally wear Whataburger every single day, not wear the same thing for a hundred days of it. Really? Oh yeah, it's very impressive. And they do like collabs with like big brands. Hmm. I would say I have like a, one of my top five favorite shirts is a Whataburger shirt. So when I'm in, when I'm in airports in Texas, I'm hitting up Whataburgers as much as I can. I will tell you this big boy upping their clothing game recently. I, so was I, it suspenders? No, no, no. I mean like, uh, for, for my consumption. Right. So now I have, okay. I think I got like a really cool, like white sweatshirt that had a black and white image of the first big boy. Yeah. That made me pretty happy. That was cool. And then I got a cool Christmas like sweater that I wore once, which served its purpose. Uh, but actually, my disappointment, still looking for the perfect big boy hat. They don't have the truckers? No, they don't have truckers. No, I'm thinking I might have to put one together myself. But anyway. Can't you fucking, there's no one, like you're, you can't call anybody at big boy. I can, but they don't have them. No, I'm saying, call, like, dude, you used to have power inside this company. Used a lot of people to. have no idea what we're talking about. Yep. Maybe you should explain for a second. Um, I ate so many big boys. They gave me a direct phone line to the uh, to the president of the company, who happened to be my grandfather. So there we go. There now we go. There we go. See, so yeah, I went the long way around. I probably did consume more big boys in like a two year period than any other human being in the world. I would pay, that's my number one thing on this planet. I would pay to know all my stats. Oh yeah. Like when I, when I pass away, if it's like, dude, you can go to heaven or you can just know all your stats and just sit here and look at them. I would be leafing over every step that I took. Replays. You could see oh, video replays. Oh, a replay of a college party. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, just one college party, if they were like a hundred dollars and you can only watch it once and, you, and like, you can only have one eye open. $200. I'll watch it twice. Like, so I think oh it's like, God. imagine this, you come to the pearly gates and your option is come into the unknown or be a third party in your own life. Again, there's some embarrassing moments though. I know that's a tough one. The unknown or was your life good enough to repeat as a third party? Oh man. Because the unknown is a bunch of annoying people that go like 50 in the 65. You know what I'm saying? Like those people didn't end up going to hell. Like they're going to be in there. And think of how many people would be inside of those pearly gates. But re-watching, like, like seeing yourself build some Legos back in the day, like, oh my God. But there are some heartbreaking Oh, there's moments. some awful moments. Yeah. There's a, yeah. It, oh, hold on. What if you got to fast forward nope. five times? Oh, five times? That's it. Yeah, you get five, you get five fast forwards. Where it's like, whoa, I'm good on this. I'm screwed because I'm I'm almost fifty, and I need to fast forward at least five times already. So who knows? I would that punch means you I in the liver to try to steal your five. <laughs> so I tend to get all right. So I don't want to hear about it. 
That yeah. would be an interesting, that's an interesting question. Though. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one because eternity, like infinity is the most scariest. Infinity is not a number. That's the thing it's that scares theory. me the most. Theory. That's death. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. there's one thing you know for sure in life, you're going to be dead forever Ever. at one point. That freaks me out more than just like, I, I, I can kind of remember, I think I was in like my early thirties and it was the first time that I really pictured death and nothing and like meaning oh it's not like i didn't get up and go to work so nobody saw me <laughs> it's there is nothing and, and it yeah. and it puts this deep emptiness in my heart at times and so when i start to think of it i try to very quickly pivot away and not have those conversations i got a book downstairs i don't even know what the fuck it's called it's never going to get opened again. The first chapter is like, you're going to die. And I was like, Oh, he got my attention. And it's like, just come to like, just, just get to it. Like you're, I was like, okay. At three pages in, I was like, let's set that over the side. I'm going to let that one collect some dust. So and, that's not uh, a pick up book. That's not a motivation. No, it is book. on the bottom of the pile of like the stupid books. Like, no, I don't, I say stupid, but like Calvin and Hobbes, like ah, the important, that's books. high quality. Yeah. I'm actually going to a book fair. Um, my buddy, David, David E. Yee, he put an E into his name lately. Um, he's in Bombay, most imaginative bartender, and he's doing a pop-up and it's like a book fair. I'm like, awesome. Cause I know one book I'm taking directly there and just be like, somebody else deal with that first chapter. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I went to, oh, uh, like two weeks ago, I went to a auction that was for goods that had been confiscated or secured through drug bust or tax evasion and that kind of stuff. And I did that here in Naples. And uh, it was crazy what was in this auction. Like they only really had like jewelry and paintings and stuff along that line. I swear to God, there must have been 35 Salvador Dali paintings and like sketches and stuff. They were crazy. And these things were selling for like, you know, probably in the real world, they'd sell for 60, 70,000. And they were selling for like eight and $9,000. Are they like verify? Cause I know paintings can be hard to be. Or did they like verify they were? Almost like everything had all of its uh, province, which is what I look for when I collect. I got a Mr. Brainwash. Yeah. Uh, print, oh which is awesome. But yeah, I just was thinking how cool it would be to have like, that life <laughs> like where all you do is you go around and you confiscate stuff and then you turn around and sell it to somebody else it's like robin hood for the state because this is a state-run deal so it's kind of like storage wars <laughs> yes except for my my i guess my evil nemesis at this one was this i i think he was iranian guy and he was probably i don't know 70 bald his wife was probably like 40 blonde and her twin sister was with her and they had like a whole thing of kids. Tell me more. And this guy just consumed everything. If it got bid on, he was bidding on it. It was like, and I think this guy knew his stuff because I don't know jewelry, right? So I have no idea. They could tell me this is a 10 carat diamond. Pronounced jewelry. 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 So if you, I don't know jewelry at all. Jewelry. I don't know jewelry. But so it was like, but he bought like, he had to pay like $150,000 or more or just, and, and literally the auction was in a room, like maybe a 20 by 20 foot room, tiny. There were 50 people there at max. It was crazy. Uh, just to put this in perspective though, how many original Banksies do you own? Six. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Salvatore Dolly over here, you've got Banksy's like you, you're, you're like, this dude is one step above you, but you're like, See, the difference is this, everyone else. the difference is uh, like, I bought Banksy when it was, when he was oh, yeah. just another artist, right? It was no one, it was nobody. I just got lucky on that one. Cause I liked his art and it just so happened. Yeah. There's a lot of people's art. I like that ends up I, like those ones I have behind me, the print of the guy jumping over the police barrier with a bottle. I love that one, right? That one will never do anything, but I like the print. It was having four of those. I like the, I like goofy stuff. Like it's, yeah. I like, I like when people express themselves and I relate to it. And I think that's what art is, right? It's what music is. It's what 
Yeah. Oh yeah, like my music when people are like, "Who's your favorite rappers of all time?" I'm like, "You don't want to hear this list." <laughs> like, most people are like, "Is Del the Funky Homo Sapien a group?" Like, what did you just say? And I'm like, "Sorry." Like, yeah. So I, I like the weird shit 100. percent Yeah, I, I I wish I did. I I tried to add more. I think I had uh, what's your guy that you love uh, with all your art on your wall? Doom, MF Doom. Yeah. I put his spot. I put a couple Spotify channels on my car to get it. And I enjoy it. I really do. It's just, it's, it also has a, I have a weird rotation of music. Like, you know me. So it's like, I listen to MF doom and then I go and listen to like eighties rap. And then I listen to jazz and then I listen to classical. And if you see, like I treat doom, like how I treat, like, I'm trying to think of like a band. Mm, it's tough, but like, I can't listen to one song. Like I have to listen to the exact order of the album because mm -hmm. like you just lose context. And like, he's, he has five personas. So it's like, he can be, if you do one of Spotify lists, he'll be MF doom in the song. And then I'll be like, all right, now he's King Ghidorah. And now he's Victor Vaughn. And it's like, it doesn't really like come together. Cause you can't, unless you're like someone who's like a nut like me, you don't even know that difference, but the, he raps completely different. Hmm. Yeah, it gets yeah. that deep, dude. Like, he actually, like, has albums. Like, if you went to go download it, you have to put, like, King Ghidorah, not MF Doom. Because he's like, I don't want ever, if I don't want the normal fan to find me. Hmm. Very weird. That makes All sense, right. I guess. All right. A conversation we were having before the pod. Uh-huh. When you have just your computer up, what volume do you keep it on? If it's one, I'm going to check exactly which, what, how mine works. So mine's... Mine's one to 10. What do you like? What, or no, sorry. One to a hundred. What do you put yours at? All right. So I'm just looking at this uh, speaker board I have right now. I am currently set at seven and I would say and a third. <laughs> because you always need to turn up the computer, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. When you are watching TV, if the sound goes to a hundred, what do you put it at? Okay, this is a good one because I'm familiar with this. And I don't think it goes to 100, though. So I'm going to have to do some math. TVs here. go to all TVs go to 100. That's that's like law. Okay, so I think the Samsungs go to like 48 or something crazy, right? I okay. know it's weird. But when I go to bed, if it's on anything more than a 10, it makes me mad when I wake up because it, it makes enough sound that it wakes me up at night. But why when, is TV technology sound in the. And this sounds so on the computer. It makes no sense that like, like if my TV goes to a hundred, I've never been above 30. Like, uh, what am I, am I missing something? Is there like Do something you? going on in the fifties that I don't even know about? <laughs> yeah, here's the thing though. Cause, and I don't know, I, I, I tend to have more electronics. I'm goofy. Right. So I have sound bars and all that kind of stuff. So most of those, the TV doesn't even do the sound now. It's like you go to your sound bar and your sound bar has, doesn't have like, one to a hundred, it's just got up or down. Does that make sense? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait, it just has up or down? Yeah, it doesn't ever show you like a needle that says, hey, you're halfway around the dial. It doesn't show you. That's it, cocky. Yeah, but I've never maxed out a sound bar that I know of because most of Yeah, them but are, that's, you don't know because right? how could you ever know? Yeah, well, I've never needed it to go louder than I've had it set. If you're in a car, like let's say you're in an 88 Chevy Cavalier, turquoise terrible car and you you turn the heat all the way over it doesn't tell you a number it gives you a deep red color right what what temperature do you think that is 80 i was gonna say 85 okay. but i always wondered like why were cars why why was it like it's the color and not just be like it's a number it's well because i either want to be warmer or colder it doesn't really i never say you know what i'd like to be 78 right now I keep my, I, I keep things at a very certain temperature and always odd because 90, I think it's 97% of all TVs, the, the volume is at an even number because people feel more comfortable with even numbers. Hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah. So I'm like, I always keep it as odd. I'm like, all right. And like the house is either 67 or 69. Nice. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's a little chilly in here. Let me get a little seventh grade humor going in the house. <laughs> hey, let me tell you about this one. This will make you excited. So I have with all the crap that I'm trying with all the new stuff and it's failing miserably so far, but we'll get it right here eventually. One of the things I thought we could do is uh, I would like to challenge you to Bowling? golf 
on the, we can play on the, whatever we think is appropriate. The probably we can set up and play on the Xbox or we can set it on that or PlayStation, either one. And then we can stream it and we can capture it and watch it and play. You can't cheat though and play on that fucking weird video game thing you have because you're like, it's so much easier to play. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I can hook the Xbox up to this and capture it and then we can play online. But we got to bet money. Yeah, we have to bet money, but there's no way in hell I'm going to play you on a normal course. If we go to one of those crazy ones where the, it's all over and it's more than anything else. I'm playing video game golf. Make it stupid. Yeah. I like it Um, stupid. Okay. HBO, if you're listening, close your ears for a second. I steal Jason's HBO so I can watch HBO. I get so amazed by what shows get watched. And me I know more, like I know more than me and you are just stealing this HBO, but sometimes it's like Scream 2 or Scream 3 we got played. And I'm like, I know Jason's not over there watching Scream 3. So sometimes I'm like guessing if it's you or I'm like, shit, was that me? I don't even know. Have you seen the new show on HBO though called Velma? Someone watched it on our HBO. I, I, had I haven't heard. watched it. I don't think I have. It is Scooby Doo oh, from the point of view of oh, Velma. I, I I did it. I didn't watch it, but I did notice that somebody was watching it. Yeah, I, I did too. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to make something very clear on this podcast. Uh huh. If you like Scooby Doo, you have mashed potatoes for brains. Scooby-Doo is one of the most overrated, not even cartoons, shows of all time. It's for people who are uneducated. I'll say that again. If you like Scooby-Doo, you're uneducated. It's army football. Run, run, run. They're chasing down some guy that's a molester. He's like in his 50s or 60s. He's always wearing a mask. And he's terrorizing kids. Like, and let's, let's go through the characters. Velma, she's just like a sex thing. Like every girl for Halloween dresses up as Velma. She brings nothing to the table. Uh, Scooby-Doo, terrible character. Like brings nothing to the table at all. The mystery machine, that's probably the most interesting, interesting thing on the show. You didn't like Shaggy? I don't like Shaggy. He's just a doofus. Like everybody on the show is like a B minus character. And it's like the dumb. So pretty much it's just molesters trying to catch them. You have to have mashed potato heads to like the show. I was always surprised. I like how they always did the unveil when they had a mask on and they would unveil the person at the end. Every (laughs) single episode. Every episode. And there was like reoccurring characters. Like it was a molester show in a weird way. Like it was just gross, man. I was like, this is terrible. And now people want to watch it from Velma's point of view. It's just a bunch of horn dogs. Dude. What happened? Like, wasn't Daphne supposed to be the sexy one? I don't know who that is. She was the blonde. Velma was the short brunette. I remember the guy who wore like a Popeye kind of looking shirt. He was, there was the other dude. Oh there was yeah. Shaggy. What was his name? Dude, that's what nobody knows. Cause nobody watches the show. And then for some reason, like if I meet someone and like they were like, yeah, Scooby Doo is like my favorite cartoon. I'd be like, that's like saying Garfield. Yeah. By the way, if you like Garfield, get out of my house, dude. Heathcliff, Heathcliff. No one should terrorize his neighborhood. Heathcliff is number one. Garfield is just a fat piece of shit. Marmaduke in that category as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I, I think the uh, modern cartoon has made more strides in evolution than modern man so you're because you're saying like rick and morty is so superior to like watching something even like scooby-doo the first episode absolutely i think what's the coming Simpsons, further ufc or ufc or cartoons cartoons that's crazy i mean there's cultures around cartoons anime I mean, if you come and I mean, you start looking at like Mickey Mouse on a steamboat, now next thing you know is you have anime and you have... All I heard was anime and come in that. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Would you just say it? Like, yeah, but I mean... The anime people are crazy though, dude. They, crazy. Okay. So they built a new Hilton inside of the convention center in Columbus, Ohio. So they're like testing out conventions. <laughs> so I have to get, I, I get a massage the day of the... This is insane. It's about the World Cup. 
uh, the day of the USA Netherlands game and the girl will give them a massage. I'm like, Hey, I'll tip 30%. If you stop 15 minutes early, I like, I got to get out of here. She didn't give a shit. She's like, whatever. Right. So I roll out, I'm driving. I'm like, I, I knew the exact time, dude. I had mapped it out. I get to the parking garage. There are 6 million anime people everywhere. I could, it, I did not walk into the bar until 32 minutes into the game. And dude, it was just anime people everywhere. There were people bringing pillows of like character. So it's like a body pillow oh, yeah. of a character in anime. And I was like, so I go into the bar and one of the girls that works there, she was like, these people were in the bar beforehand. And she's like, that's like his girlfriend. The dude dates a pillow. And I was like, how about that wrestling thing? You remember the guy had the puppet puppet. I don't remember that. Oh my God. I've got videos of it. It was, I think, I don't know if you were at that one. That may have been the, that may have been the new Japan. AEW show. Sorry. I don't know. The guy sitting next to me had a puppet and he was like, it was a puppet with a hand. (laughs) Oh, you got it on my YouTube channel. I actually posted the video of this kid. He was, he was special. Wait, kid or adult? Be he was an adult. Here. He was an adult. Okay. I mean, I mean, he was probably in his twenties, and he had this puppet, and and he would like yell at the guys, and when no one's, he was interacting with it, the whole puppet the entire time, and I was sitting like five seats away from him, and I didn't realize it. I think Mem was there. It was either Mem or Andy, and I was in one of my typical situations. I was having a very good evening watching wrestling and yeah. and then of course this kid's got this puppet. I I I'll go show you. You gotta go. I'll send you the video link because it freaked me out. Wait, dude, so was the puppet cool? It just freaked me out. It was like, you know, they have a stick and there's an arm, right? And he had the thing yeah. like right. And so the puppet was like, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Wait, was, he wasn't doing ventriloquist question. He was just like talking. No, he was he was he was doing ventriloquist stuff at times too. I'm, I'm trying to see. Well, how was the puppet dressed? <laughs> it, it seemed like it was just a, like a body with like, how do I put this? Your videos. I'm going to go look at my videos. Like the guy who's like on Comedy Central. Is it like that authentic? Because if, if so, like I'm interested. I would love for this to sit by this guy. Crazy puppet at the Windy City. <laughs> Let me see. Like, I will say this, if someone's into something like those anime people, like as soon as I walk to the bar, I'm like, I need to know about these people. Like they're watching cartoons that are crazy, man. Like the death scenes and stuff like that and anime, crazy. And then they were like, well, there's like sexual anime. And I was like, all right, this is crazy. And then they're like, yeah, that dude's dating a pillow. Can you imagine having a kid and you're like, yeah, Steve's dating a pillow. I just sent that to you just in case. How'd you send it to me? Oh my God. Oh, I texted to you. Oh. Could you imagine though, if you had, you're like someone, you're like talking about your son and someone's like, so how is Steve? Well, he's dating I, a fucking pillow. No, this guy, <laughs> this guy, this puppet, I, I mean, it comes in and around, I don't know, maybe the 18th second, you'll see the, the little guy. It's yeah. Oh my God. All right, my YouTube, my computer's trying as hard as it can. All right, 18 seconds in, I'm in my, I'm excited for this puppet. You'll just see this white thing flopping up and down, yelling at Will Ospreay here in a second. <laughs> Do you see that guy? He starts shaking it, puppet. You'll yeah. see it, I switch the angles. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, well, he was talking with him the entire time and he was like, it was just very interesting. Yeah, but like I, I res- like we, like you were saying earlier, like weird shit. Like I'm into weird people. Like if oh, I love weird little, people. Yeah. yeah. Like it's because it's always interesting to me to think that like everything comes down to an atom, and be like, what was like, what's just off in your like DNA? Like, like how many people are just off by like one chromosome, and just like <laughs> one chromosome got taken away? Like, oh. did you see that documentary on? Uh... Don't answer the phone or something like that. It was Yeah, man. What the fuck? Dude, the what that dude was spanking the girl's butt, man. How I mean how was that real? I, I and the dude got away. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a spoiler. 
Yeah. That's might right. want to put it in, but when we edit that, we might want to put in warnings. Yeah, for <laughs> Wait, what do you think was better, that or abducted in plain sight? Oh, you know, there's a whole like mini series, drama series now based on about that. what? It's the whole, it's, it's like a document series, or what do they call them? Docu-series? Like it's a documentary that's redone with real actresses on that whole thing. Oh, I don't need to see that in real life. No. I, everything I saw, I, dude, I saw Abducted in Plain Sight twice, and I'm like, I don't need to ever see that shit again. I think, I, I, to me, Abducted by Plain Sight is so crazy. Like, I, the level of craziness, like, I was more impressed with the police work to catch yeah. the dude. Like that was some serious yeah. police work than yeah. the incompetency of the parents of abducted in plain sight. <laughs> I could, I've just never heard of a man being like, and he just talked me into giving him a hand job. Oh, I know ever. That's one of the most wild statements. Even like, if you think of Firefest, and that dude's like, I gave him oral sex for water. Like it's crazier than that. Yeah. And they just leave the camera on him for like 10 seconds. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that family is, cr dude, you could sell anything to that family and they would just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. They're the reason that uh, fancy dinner plates sell on CVS or whatever that shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. QVC. They got all is. the Trump yeah. coins. Yeah. They have all, all the Trump coins. All of them. All of them. All of them. Uh, but going back to that, that documentary is crazy. And it's like, Sometimes I'm like, I don't even like them showing these documentaries because it's going to like make someone else be like, I could do that. Oh. I mean, he, when you watch any doc, anything from like uh, Ted Bundy era, it's like police officers never even spoke to each other from other cities. They, did they have are in their own jurisdiction. And if it's like, hey, an atomic bomb went off in Wichita, the dude in Bozeman's like, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, tough, but honestly, you think about it, it was like, really, it was like, Back in those days, there were no computers putting anything together. To be a criminal genius, all you needed to do was move. <laughs> Just what was his number one attribute? Skip town a lot. Skip town a lot. I mean, yeah, dude, that one was. Uh, for I don't even want to give it away to the listener. Like you got you got to go watch Exit to the Gift Shop, which is the Banksy yeah. thing we were talking about earlier. You got to watch Abducted in Plain Sight, and then don't answer the phone. Like. How about McDonald's just getting all the blame? Like if he went to other places, but they were like McDonald's knew McDonald's Burger King knew like anywhere he went, they, like it is such a wild story that you don't just be like, yeah, like nobody else heard about it. Right. Right. And it was on local news, like over and over. You think that Fox NBC affiliates would be like, yo, what is happening here, man? Should we say what happened? Like, I don't want to give anything away. I, no one cares. Yeah, of course. There's just a, the freaking, just the greatest con call of all time. So a guy would call into a McDonald's and be like, hey, I'm a police officer. Someone just had their wallet stolen. And then he would be like, it's like a blonde haired girl. The manager would bring the blonde haired girl. And he just randomly always got the girl's like hair color right somehow, right? Because he wasn't in these cities. Yeah. He was calling from like Florida. It's not that hard to figure out. You go, hey, it's the blonde girl, you know. Nah, I guess that's a good point. And then he would have the managers do like, get, like strip search the girls. And he was just playing as a cop and he'd keep these people on the phone for hours. Like one girl, they stripped her naked. They put her clothes in her car and took her car keys. She couldn't leave this McDonald's. I, it's... And then, she, then the, the store manager invited her boyfriend in there to like look over and like sexual shit happens and you're like, yeah, how that, how, that do these people, how do these people make my burger right? Well, it shows you the talents necessary for delivering high quality golden arches material. Let me tell you though, I would love for one week, maybe two weeks, work at a Taco Bell. I think I'd be so good at it. <laughs> I think I'd be so good. I think I'd be so proficient at a Taco Bell once I learned like what to do. I think I'd just be a monster at a Taco Bell, dude. Like that, we would just be flowing like burritos out the door, man. As fast as they go in, it's just like how they go out, brother. Well, I, I, I wish I could say that Taco Bell would be my desired landing spot for <laughs> my culinary talents. But I think if I had an opportunity to work at any fast food place, and this is going to be a shitty one, but for me, 
I actually want to work in a Chinese restaurant. That's not fast food. I think it is. Sure it is. I could do, I could Does it have a drive through. Yes. We go to the easy one. Have you ever been to Panda Express? That's not, but that doesn't count. You said like a Chinese, you said Chinese restaurant. Panda Express is not a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. But I, I, if to me, it's still fast food. Cause most of the like Chinese places now are all just like, you go up there, there's one table on the side and then there's just a kitchen. So it's only carry out basically. No, if you don't have a drive through, you're not fast food. Oh, we go through this again. This is I'm like, just saying, like it, it, it is a prerequisite if you're fast food that you have a drive through. I think if you put more food in carry out packages than you do have people eating in your place, you're now considered fast food. If you have to get out of your car, nothing is fast. Yes, it is. No, I get out of my car. It wasn't called fast food until they put the window. That's not true. Well, I did make that up. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was hoping you didn't say shit. I can't believe you're trying like, to argue this one. I don't have backup on that. Yeah. I don't have backup at all. No, no. All right. Uh, well, Chinese, but see, I get what you're saying, but like. I mean, like all their stuff is like, like this, like, you know, because now everything's basically become fast food, right? Because freaking DoorDash and Uber Eats and all that stuff. Like here, you can literally get the highest end restaurant in Naples, Florida is on DoorDash. In yeah. Chicago, I can get Gibson's steaks delivered. That's now, terrible though. It's That's the like worst. so disrespectful to steak. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. I've never got I, I've gotten everything DoorDash or Uber, but I will not get steak. No, no. You, can, you just can't. It's just not no. the same. No. It's like someone putting A1 on steak. Ugh. Horrible. I, I mean, especially because it doesn't take much. I mean, if you have fire and you have meat, and you have yeah. salt, you're pretty much done. You can make a good meal. I mean, so. I do like A1 on steak fries, though. I, I uh, let me think. Yeah, I don't mind that. I actually prefer Heinz 57 on fries. I put Heinz 57 on my eggs the other day for the first time since I was like seventh grade. Not bad. Yeah, I'm so I was Cholula. like out of the hot sauce I usually use. So I was like, all right, we'll switch this up. I was pleasantly surprised. Are you a Cholula guy? I can't remember. I'm on every hot sauce. I'm on this new one. Uh, we were. I was in New York and my buddy got me a Melinda's hot sauce. Melinda. And they have all these different uh-huh. like wing sauces yeah. and stuff. I've had Melinda's. They're actually really good. She's got like flowing <sighs> hair on the label. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's good Fire, stuff. Fire, man. Yeah. So they made, good. Boy, they made this uh, like really spicy Chipotle Melinda. That's their black label. Yeah. Yeah, I get the, I mean, I get whatever, like the second hottest one. Yeah. Dude, you hit like eggs with like three shots of it. Don't like, that's it. You go for the fifth. You're on the pooper. Nice. Nice. Not really. All right. I have a uh, business plan. You want to hear it? Okay. So we all know about my number one plan of all time. Yep. The handicapper. (laughs) The handy dancer. It it gets people excited when they hear about it. It does. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. So I've decided to start getting massages every other week. So I go to a place in Grandview and the whole time I'm sitting, I'm laying there. I'm like, you know, what would be the greatest plan of all time. Scratchers with a Z. And is a place where you go to pay to get your back scratched. There's places like that. No, there's not. There not are like scratchers. Not, not like scratchers, scratchers. dude. <laughs> we got, dude, we got arcade. We've got pinball. We've got, uh, you can get your, uh, Manny and Petty done in a, in a very masculine way. So it's not like frou-frou going on. Interesting Men and note. women, by the way, scratching backs. Interesting note. Got a pedicure today. See? See? Did you go to Scratchers? No, no. Bro, no. Probably overpaid then. I went to Itchu. <laughs> main competition. I got Itchu. my eyes on. Itchu. You don't, okay, but listen how, there's so many lonely people in this world. And you know, sometimes you just... You just need a back scratch. Where are you going to get your back scratched? Not rubbed. Oh, I get it. I get it. I have not personally gone to one of these places, but I have seen ads for them, actually. You know what what else? Newspaper? What are you, 18? (laughs) No, I mean like- I'm at 80. I said 18. 18, yeah. No, have you- uh, There's also like the same places where you can go and do like hug therapy. That's completely- You're you're, like, we're going to have a liquor license, dude. Like you're going to scratchers. It's like a very, like, it's, I would like liquor if I'm going to have hug therapy. Actually, we probably can't have liquor because that could get a little, yeah, a little risque. Like it depends on your scratchers, but it's like a, it's like a very like soothing back scratch. I understand, but you know, it's not soothing is when Larry from 
you know, plumbing decides he wants a new career and becomes a back scratcher. I don't think he's going to be no, soothing. Got, dude, me. no, we've got, we're, we're checking backgrounds. We're, we're being scratchers. There's only going to be one location in the whole, in the whole world, one location, whole universe, one location. Wow. That's it. So it's going to be a tough place to work. Where would at, you position that? Vegas. Vegas scratchers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh. Let's go ahead. Scratchers. Yeah. With a oh. Z. With the Z. What is the place in the, the mall? Was it called Mops or something like that? It was the all-female haircutting Mops. place. No. It was the, it was like Hooters for haircuts. <laughs> Wait, women love Hooters. <laughs> yeah, but this was like the the women were kind of well-proportioned and they would. Only dress. cut women's hair? No, they only cut men's hairs. Oh, Mops? Yeah. See, I never heard of Mops. But... It's in the freaking mall over there. Still, wait, it's Tuttle Mall. Know. It, no, it was at Tuttle Mall. It was in Tuttle Mall. Oh, I don't I think know. that's Lady Jane's ago. now. Lady Jane's <laughs> is that a that women's could... haircut place? No, 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 it's it's like some it's like super cuts, but like on a like a pay cut. It, oh, you remember it, Lady Jane's? It's wicked awesome. I do kind of remember it, yeah, yeah, because we all when it came out, they every single Lady Jane's directly next to it, Jets Pizza. Here, let me ask you a question. No. <laughs> For years, one of my favorite things about Columbus, Ohio, was I had a great hair person. Yeah. It's great. Like, she cut the hair. She came to the tailgate a few times. She did Zach's hair, all that kind of stuff. Mm. One day, gone. In the sense that... No longer working at... No longer working at that salon. I don't have her phone number. They won't give me her number. Fair. I don't think she has any way of knowing my number. So this person that I relied on to keep my hair cut for like six years, gone. I have no way of finding her. Would it have been wrong for me to have pursued that harder? I I just said, okay, that would have been wrong. I've been psycho. No, because there's too many like, okay. I was going to a guy at Goodfellas. And then one day I just stopped going because I'm like, I just need a new story. And then I go to someone who's like talented, like the girl I'm with now. And it's just like, we're like amazing friends now. So to me, it's like, you got to let that kind of thing go. And someone just disappears. Because mm-hmm. like, it's like when someone Irish goodbyes at a party, like, I'm not going to go try to find them. I'm not going to text them. I'm like, hey, I respect you leaving. Like, if someone leaves my, like my egg or like my, like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, it was a great time. Good hanging out. Okay. I'll give you that. Catch you on the flip side. And by the way, you have amazing hair. I didn't, I didn't even know you had to cut your hair. No, that, just that's actually that's what was so challenging here is because I, I do try to take quite good care of my hair. My, I, I found a new person that I enjoy very much here in Florida at mops. No, her name. <laughs> no, it's that. Uh, interestingly enough, it's that sport clips. No, is it sport clips? Great clips. That's what it's called. Great clips. You, there's no way you go to a great. Clips. I do. I met her there, but she's, she, <laughs> I went there cause I was trying to get what? when COVID came and it stopped. They were the only place I could find to get a haircut. I needed one. And so I met this lady. Her name was Sue. And I told her exactly how I like my haircut. She did it perfectly. And ever since then, I've been using how much is it? How much is a haircut at Supercuts? Or sorry, Great Clips. <laughs> well, <laughs> what it costs. Do you get like a face? Do, how, what do they do? Like, like razor you down on the back and that's it? No, no, just a, a straight cut, nothing too crazy, no massages, no hot towels, scratchers. yeah, no scratchers, anything like that. And the price previously was $15. It is now $20, but I give Sue $50 when she cuts my hair. You fucking big time and son of a No, boy. it's just like because I I don't like like razor, like I only do scissors and I like it to be cut a certain <laughs> way. I know I'm I'm crazy. And when's the last time you let a fucking buzzer beat me? When's the last time? Oh, did something happen where you're like never again? Like someone put like a laser bolt in your side? Yeah, of your well, hair? it's just like my hair's long and it looks better long, I think, than it does yeah. short. You're and, a fucking god. Yeah, we're well aware. Well, I well the thing is, it's I've gone to a few times and they're like, "How do you want it?" I'm like, "Well, I kind of want it short on the sides and leave the length and all that." And then this one guy. And this was in Chicago was just like, and I was just like, and it was like buzz the side and I'd been growing the side out. I don't know. It takes very long for me to grow my side out. 
Yeah. And so that really pissed me off. So then I had to start all the way over. I mean, none of this really matters because let's face it, I wear a hat 98% of the time. I own so many hats. I'm like, everybody's like, you got gray hair. By the way, uh, Tiffany, who cuts my hair, she says I'm like 20 to 25% gray hairs now. Really? Let's see. Oh, no. It's like, no, you can't like see it. But it's like, it's I notice it now. I'm like, oh, shit. Which I don't really. They, the cra- crazy thing is the hairs go like a different, like after a while, like with the stuff I put in my hair, the gray hairs all like curl up a little bit. I'm like, oh, hey, guys. Like, didn't know you were coming out to have a drink tonight with me. So, yeah, yeah that's my think. beard. My beard has just been like, hey, we held on for as long as we could, but now we're just going gray. We're yeah, just, I don't, I don't, just, I don't even give a shit. I'll never color it. No. Yeah. Unless I'm going full heel and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, then you got to go just complete block. Yeah, I think my... By the way, I am watching the Royal Rumble this weekend. I don't know anything. I have no idea. Is it on this weekend? It's on this Saturday. I'm going out to watch it. Oh, I have a huge announcement, by the way. You're going out to Vegas to watch it? No, I'm going out to a friend's house. Oh. Not Vegas, no. Uh, I got a huge announcement, though. Yes. Kyle Coleman had a baby. Hey, I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I was like texting with him the other day, something goofy. And then like 12 hours later, he's like, by the way, I just had a baby. I was like, how in that time period is it possible you had a baby? So congrats to Kyle, Kyle Coleman, who's been a uh, participant on this pod multiple times. Constant contributor. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he's a good segue to football. Okay. We can talk football if you want. Nothing to do with current football, though. Just okay. abstract football. How much do you think a safety should be worth? I honestly think it should be worth like five points. Do you think that's enough? Yeah, I think so. Because realistically, it can't be more than a touchdown, which is six. Why? Because the purpose of the game is to create offense. Mm -hmm. And so you do all this planning and strategies to do that. And defense is trying to prevent the other guys from doing it. So I but they know, would be more aggressive, which would help the offense. Maybe, but it's you can't go backwards. You have to like. Part of it is, I don't know. That's a tough question, though. I think there were seven hundred and fifty field goals in the NFL this year. How many safeties do you think there were? Ten. There were ten. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So it's such a freak occurrence. Now, okay, since sports gambling went legal, if I watch any football game, I bet three things. There'll be a two-point conversion converted. There will be overtime, which is usually about plus 1,500. And safety. Safety. Safety for the uh, playoffs was plus like uh, 2,100. And I'm like, I'm going to bet this. I put a dollar on it because you went 21 bucks. It's going to happen at some point. And there is nothing – I need, there's two, the two most exciting plays in sports to me inside the park home run, a safety. When the quarterback is in trouble and he's like, he's all squirrely and there could be offensive holding. And you know, like there's nothing more exciting in football to me than when the other team is standing in their own end zone. That's the issue. The quarterback is just losing his shit. So for me, I think you hit the nail on the head though, when you came through, because to me, it's that if you are, get an offensive holding in that scenario, you shouldn't be awarded more points than a touchdown. But like, they're cheating. Like, so if, it, so if it's like, yeah, but no, there's no way of awarding points because of a penalty in any other way. You have to earn it. So, oh, you, you know, true. so th- th- to me, you either have to stop that call, which would be, what do you do? You, loss of possession, loss of down. So then it's just, I, I mean, I don't know. So if it's third down. If you you're, wait, if you're holding in the end zone, that's a safety. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, it, it, but if you, if you make it so that it's worth those points, I'm saying there'd have to be like another call that you could make. So you couldn't score. But it only happens 15 times. It should be worth way more than what it's worth. We're, we're in agreement on that. Two points is just yeah. makes no sense. To one of the most exciting. The other thing is, you get the ball too. Think five points gives you more than a field goal, and it gives you like the ball. Five. Yeah, I think I like five because here's the thing: your team's down like three, and you're like, "Hey, right. let's punt it," and we've got this killer punter that can get it within like, you know, get it within the right. five. Right. And then it's like, "Hey, let's dial up a blitz here. We might get a hold." Like, I just think teams would be way more so aggressive. It's almost like pulling the goalie. Yeah, 
and be like, yo, we're going, we got to get this guy or someone's going to hold us. Like, I think if you make it you, five, going to the referee, like keep your eyes on this. Like we're bringing the house, dude. I think if you make it five points, it, it does definitely change that goal line scenario. So one, it, it stops the guy from having to run three plays in a row that are usually small, safe runs so they can yeah. get out of that. So then they're probably more willing to take those shots in, especially if they see you loading up. I mean, especially you got- if you're a great defense with like a, a subpar team. Like, mm-hmm. I just think it would be like, hey, like, we're going to play this. Like, to me, if I have a team like that, or if I have a team in this situation, I would run a flat zone. So, like, we'd only be like five to seven like yards off the ball. And I'm bringing like all my linebackers in and just be like, guys, like, he's going to throw it in the first three seconds. Like, you can get in front. Like, if you think he's going to throw it quick out, I just think there's, it's just way too lackadaisical there. Like, oh, we could get beat deep. But it's like, if it's worth five, I think teams would be like, let's go. Yeah, I think so. That's a good call. That's an interesting new take. All right. I got another one. Oh, Jesus. I've had this one written down in my phone to talk to you about forever because me and you haven't spoken in a while. Timeouts in the NFL. What do you think? How many points do you think they're worth? I know it's a weird way to think of it, but like, do you think, do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you spend points to get a timeout? I'm saying like a coach who's really good knows how to use timeouts to get points, not to rest his team, but he's like, all right, in these situations, I'm going to use my timeout. Do you agree with that? Like a good coach would be like, I'm going to save my timeouts till the, like, let's say the last 20% of the game, like in the, in the, in the fourth quarter, because we might need to move the ball and do some things. I, I, I was thinking the other direction. Like you were going to say you could spend points to buy timeouts. No, what I, here's my point. This, or like I was watching a football game and it was like the first possession this college football team had, it was Colorado State. First possession of the season. First and 10, quarterback comes out, something happens. Play clock's running out. They call timeout. So it's first and 10. 13, 20 to go in the game, and they have two timeouts in the first quarter, and they have two timeouts left. Don't you think that, like, in certain situations, you just take the five-yard penalty? Because you're like, first and 15 sounds way better than, like, hey, we just lost a timeout. Yeah. Like, in the way this NFL works, like, or in college works now, like, getting first downs, like, isn't that tough? I think coaches are just like, oh, my God, like, we can't get to first and 15 and like, oh, it can't be like second. I'm like, take the penalty and just be like, we're going to hold on to these timeouts because they're so valuable. Like the AFC championship last year, the Chiefs scored in 17 seconds because they had timeouts left. Like it's super important, I think. And I think coaches aren't like paying attention to that. Yeah. I'm a hot take football guy. You are hot taking it today. Huh. Well. I uh, I don't have any other hot takes. Do you think though? Would you be like, let's just go to first and fifteen? Yeah, of course. I was at a bar, and I was just I was hot. I was just letting everybody know, like that makes no sense. Now they ended up losing by like thirty, so it didn't really matter. But when like when coaches don't play like how Madden people play, it drives me crazy. Like if I was a coach, I would have a the number one Madden player like in my ear and be like, what do we do? Like not offensive plays but like time wise like what do you think because i think they're yeah because yeah madden players are the ones that purposely run in circles around and try like uh what game was that the other night uh should have been that cowboys 49ers game should have been over with a minute and a half left when the guy didn't didn't get out yeah so like yeah did you see the last play it was the worst I, i i you know i felt bad for dax i'm not a a cowboys fan i'm not a dax fan but i think he's done as well as you probably can there i don't know maybe i don't know enough about dallas but that was his the way he's going out he's probably losing his job probably not resigning there now and that was the play they drew up i mean give the guy a chance i mean i know you got to do something but that having zeke you know that it was it took one good tackle like i don't i don't understand the logic behind that play so do you okay because you're using it in a game do you think that play worked in practice against their defense? And they were like, this is the play. If so, their defense has got to be like, oh my God, like, I can't believe we let that work in practice, right? You can't run a play in the NFL if you haven't made it work in practice. Would you agree with that? Like, can't be like, maybe it'll work. Like, you've had to have like thought it out and run the play. 
I would think they probably tried it a bunch of times and somehow they thought that was a good decision. Do you know there was four offensive linemen on the field? No, really. They were lined up with they were lined up with wide receivers and running backs so they could start flipping the ball around. They had one receiver who went into the slot and all the defenders just tackled him. Like that one dude just hit sticked him. It's like sometimes in the NFL, you just can't believe these people have the job they have. Like that's so moronic. Yeah, I I I saw him line up and I thought, well, maybe they got something really good lined up, something really smart here. <laughs> and it, it that it, they didn't even get a chance to make one lateral. No, the dude got hit as the ball was getting like I, I couldn't imagine being a Dallas Cowboys fan. No. I would rather be a Cleveland Browns fan than be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, and I the Dallas Cowboys fans are just so arrogant. It's like, I don't know. I, I have no, like, Bears fans, we're, you know, I think we're decent people. We haven't had a reasonably decent team in, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, so, I don't know. Who what are you, you rooting? What's that? What do you think about the new stadium? You know, it's strange because as much as I love Soldier Field, I've only been there a few times. I mean, it's it's fun to watch a game. It's cool looking. It's an impossible journey to get there from where That's I what live. You told me. Yeah, I so, asked you to go to a game, and yeah. you're like, it's just not even worth it. It's so bad. Like, honestly, where the new one is, it's right on the trains and the L. So at least you'll have an option, right, to get there and get back. Like going to that Northwestern game. That's so easy. You just hop in the L and you're, you know, you're take purple. You're there. You walk, I don't know, four blocks or something like that. You're at the stadium. Uh, the Bears game, I think Mim and I did it. It took us like 11 hours to get back after the game. We like, there were no trains. There were no taxis. You had to walk almost to downtown, basically. Uh, so That's I'm great. excited about it. They're I'm good next year. Justin Fields is good. Yeah. I, I, it's, I hope we get an offensive line. That would be nice. Yeah, that's what hey, that's what they did for Burrow, and then they all got hurt, and he's still crushing it. Joe Burrow, greatest quarterback of all time, possible. I heard an interesting question: Is he going to be the first five hundred million dollar quarterback? No, I'm sure money's not even real anymore. I mean, these dudes just yeah. Did you see that? Uh, the uh, what is it called? The pro package when you get all the games. The NFL ticket. NFL ticket. It's going to like YouTube now, or yeah. Apple, or something like that. It's going that. to YouTube. Still... Yeah. Like, That's awesome. dude, it's so much more access for people. Like, oh yeah, is DirecTV gonna go out of business? You think? Like, I'm serious. I think, I think probably. Holy shit, dude! That's great. Like, right now, I have. Oh, I gotta talk to you about this. Right now, I actually have cable because I can't get my antenna to work in my basement. Is there a way to make an antenna work in a basement? Yeah, run it. Run the antenna up to your second floor, and then that's what. I, yeah, that was the only thing I think to do. So yeah. I have. Oh, this is a great segue. So I have um, YouTube TV right now, and I got a preview like a month ago. Uh-huh. Have you heard of MILF Manor? No. Oh, dude, it's on TLC in between like Thousand Pound Sister and like Trillion Pound Sister. It is a show where like eight eligible MILFs are <laughs> at this resort, and it's poopy. I did see an ad. I did see an ad for it. They didn't spend much money on the resort. I'm just going to be honest with you, man. They, they got a good deal. Um, and there's a, well, there was like a huge twist in the first episode, which you can kind of see through it. Each one of the MILFs has a son who's there and dude, it's awkward from night. There is is a MILF that's on this show that is just after it. Like everybody else is like, it's so nice to meet you. And she's in complete game mode. She'd be a killer at like big brother. She's like, all these guys here and I'll say anything in front of my son, anything in front of my son. And it's just, it's a great show, man. You should definitely check it out. Nice. Milf Manor. Nice. Oh, and by the way, I always like wish I could be there when they name a TV show. Like, yeah. I think it'd be so cool when they were like, you know what, let's call it Seinfeld. Like those moments when that intern or someone at that table was just like, what about Milf Manor? Like that's a moment, man. That's a moment. Oh man. Boy, we have just degraded our comedy output. That's all I know. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this one up. We well, have got one last question. Oh, one last question. Okay. Have you ever had a marshmallow and peanut butter sandwich? Um kind of. One of my favorite sandwiches. 
when I was a kid was Wonder Bread, Jif peanut butter, and marshmallow fluff. That's exactly what I just said. Well, a marshmallow is not necessarily. No, I meant like spread. I meant oh, like yeah. Spread. It's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Is it good? Oh, yeah. It's rock star good. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I had someone bring it up right the other now. day, and it was so alien to me, Jason, that I was like, I don't think anybody does that. Really? I had never, it's never even been, I've never had to enter my brain that you could put marshmallow and peanut butter together on a Sammy. Oh, let me say that I probably have not had one of those in. 40 years. Uh, and now I want one. How about next show? We'll both have one and we'll do a taste test. Ooh. Okay. I mean, that's good. So uh, are we going to do the same and same? So like wonder bread, yeah. Jeff, wonder bread and marshmallow fluff, marshmallow fluff. Okay. Nothing else. You can't get crazy with it unless you want to have something, a bite afterwards. I I will just say, I'm, I'm very excited that this isn't a dipping contest. So if we can, <laughs> I survived the dipping contest completely fine. What did I, what bet did I lose? I don't think you lost I, that bad. I just said I was going to dip. I think we both were going to dip and we figured somebody would lose, but both of us made it through without puking. It was pretty anticlimactic to be honest. Yeah, for some reason I felt like I lost something and you didn't have to dip. No, I dipped. No, I think originally said like, how long could you keep it in? And then it was like, you said like 10 minutes and I was like, Oh, I could do that. And then I some, right. yeah, I think that's how it went. I'm not going to go I look back. back. This is our, this is our 49th episode. Hey, do you know this? This is our 49th. I have to tell you, you know, what's unpublished is episode one. No, <laughs> episode one. No, no, no. You know that you, you put that in, uh, something like the library of Alexandria and just let it burn. Like it doesn't. Okay. Episode one. I mean, we were legit like betting money on high school football. Yes. Like yes. I went back, I was going through my laptop. I, I, my work circumstances have changed. And so I'm getting some new computers. So I'm just clearing stuff off. And right. And then I have all the library of everything and, and I have the individual clips and that kind of stuff. So I have like clips when we had like Cardell was on and we had him record something separate and all this. And there it was, was the raw file for episode one. It was now, not We good. almost saw a man die. Yes. Yes. We were liquored up. Craig was <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> I was five. Sheet. I had to ask you to take it down. Like I, I had to legitimate the volume be like, all right, man, yep. we got to take that episode down. Gotta come do... down. So we actually on episode 50. Next episode, is episode 50, which with electronics fucking us, we probably recorded like 60, but yeah, 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 yeah. Today is at least I think it held on. I don't know what happened. So that'll be an interesting second minute of this podcast. If everybody makes it through that part where it's going to be like, whoop, whoop. everyone, all eight of them. Hey man. Got to start somewhere. My friend. Exactly. Actually, I enjoyed doing this. I miss doing this. I just like catching up. So yeah, we don't know shit about each other's lives. What's going on? I know. I mean, uh, the Last of Us on HBO, by the way. I'm two episodes in. Very good. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes at JB Cam I I I and at J Frost. Follow on Instagram at Two Guys Being Dudes. Visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Two Guys Being Dudes and on the web at www.twoguysbeingdudes.com. So that broadcast is done. Let me stop this.